Welcome back to Unbreakable Latina. Oh my gosh, I feel like it's been so many weeks since I've talked to you guys. I know last episode I pre-recorded and I planned to do like a little intro, but time just got by me and I needed to get ready to leave and I went on my trip to Mexico. It was so crazy. Like this trip was one for the books. I will tell you guys about my trip on this episode, but also I just wanted to do like a last episode life update because I feel like I took a week off a couple weeks ago and I don't know, I don't even remember recording, I don't remember what I last told you guys. Time just flew and I've been on the go and just busy, busy, busy and my body definitely felt it. The day that I left to Mexico, like I had impact and I, I finally packed but I just felt like very overwhelmed and I was like, maybe like, I don't know what, like why I'm feeling like this. But thinking back for the past like three or four weeks, like I always say I'm busy, but I literally had no breaks at all. And I had appointments and I had this and that. And anyways, I don't even know where I'm going with this, but I wanted to do one last episode of the season because I will be taking uh, like a two week break because I need it and because I also have a really busy month coming up and I need to prepare and there's so many emails that I have to get to. I know I talked about this before. Uh, It's been wild. It's been a wild ride and I just can't even believe it's going to be a year and a couple weeks of me starting this podcast. And it's such a proud moment for me because honestly, the time just flew by. Something lately that I've been missing is just creating content like on TikTok and being funny and doing little voiceovers and stuff like that. I haven't really been able to do that in the past few weeks, except like when I was in Mexico, I did do a couple of videos, but I totally miss that and I can't wait to get back to doing that. I didn't imagine my podcast growing this much. I know I said this before, but honestly, like I am so grateful for all of you guys, your continued support. If you don't follow me on Instagram or you missed this post, uh, my podcast was selected by Apple Podcasts to be highlighted in a collection for Latin Heritage Month. And when I received that email, I teared up. I really did because when I started this, I started it for that reason because I felt like I couldn't relate to any of the podcasts that I would listen to and I just wanted something relatable to people like me. And that just made me feel like, wow, I did this. Like, I created this. And it wouldn't be without you guys. Because without your support, this podcast wouldn't have gone anywhere. But thank you so much for following this journey and just being so supportive. Like, I get messages every day that just... They bring me to, like, this... It's very emotional. I get like, oh my gosh, like, thank you for being the big sis, la prima, this or that, or a friend I don't have, like, it feels like I'm talking to somebody, like, you guys, that means so much to me, because for a long time, I felt very alone, and you, this community that has, has been building, it just fulfills me so much, and I don't realize what type of impact this is having on people's lives. And I I hope that doesn't sound cocky because my friend and I, Angela, when I was in Mexico, I read a couple messages to her that I received while I was there. 
I haven't had time to get through all my DMs, but I got some really like beautiful messages of people telling me their life story or that I inspired them to do something and it doesn't feel real. Like someone pinched me because I'm just being myself. And that's one thing that I was always afraid to be, to just be myself and not care what people think because like, you know, in our culture growing up, it's like, oh, ¿qué va a decir la gente? or this or that. And little by little, as I got older, I was like, screw the gente. Like, I'm going to be me. Y si no les gusta, ni modo. Like, the people that are going to like me are going to like me. And the people that don't like me, oh, well. It, it, I'm not everybody's cup of tea. And I'm okay with that. And that's something that as you grow older, you come to accept. Like, they say, like, in 30s, you start, like, not caring. and 40s, you just don't give a fuck. <laughs> and I think I'm getting there. Lately, I've been getting these crazy emails from, like people that are very well known and I'm like you want to come on my podcast like do you realize I record this in my room <laughs> and I was telling my friend I think people think I have a studio and like I have a manager and I have this and I have that but I don't and I will one day but as of right now I don't and I'm just like in shock complete shock but I'm super thankful and I hope this break allows me to like set up some new podcast guests like I have a bunch of people that I want to have on I just haven't had the time it's very hard to balance like a eight to five podcast and then social life and you know your girl likes to have a social life so I just have to find the I don't think you ever find the balance I think you just make it work and I will make it work and one day like this will be my full-time gig so I'm going to come back to this episode and quote it when I'm able to quit my job and just do this because I'm so passionate about this and sometimes I think oh my god I'm going to run out of stuff to talk about but I don't I, I like to talk Angela my friend was like you were made for this like you don't stop talking and she's like but you don't talk nonsense I'm like sometimes I do but you know I I don't know I have a lot of life experience. I like to pick people's brains and just talk. Me encanta hablar. I am literally made a podcast talking to myself. <laughs> so anyways, that's a little life update, podcast update. I will be taking time off and I will come back on the one year anniversary of the podcast. And I really wanted to record this episode with Angela about the Mexico trip, but I will have her on the podcast season two and just talk about the highlights of our trip because let me tell you it was a trip for the books so on friday i drove from riverside all the way to san diego parked at cbx and when i left my mom was like crying and i'm like why are you crying my mom is a worrisome which a lot of moms are and i assume that when i have children i will be the same way she's like como vas a ir sola i know que miedo y luego vas a tomar un uber sola en la ciudad de mexico and i was like mom i'm fine and low-key i was a little nervous about like taking the uber from the airport to angela's place but I just kept thinking positive, like, nothing bad's gonna happen, I'm fine, like, I've been to the city before, I know how to get around, and Uber's very reliable in Mexico City. So my trip there, like, I, I, I drove to CBX, parked my car, and I got my stuff, and I started walking into the airport. Thankfully, I left with time because the lines were crazy. I guess everybody travels, like, at midnight, because my flight left, like, at 12.25, and there was so many people and it just kept getting longer and longer the line 
for like to pass through immigration or whatever it is. So anyways, I get there. I have about like an hour before my flight, which is fine because I just needed to relax. And then I was kind of hungry. So I was looking around and he told us about like, I don't know, like Johnny Rockets at freaking 12 midnight. I don't think my stomach would like that. I'm old now. <laughs> so anyways, I just got like some mantecadas. I sat down and I waited for my flight. So I get on my flight. Everything's smooth. I was so tired that I knocked out. And when I woke up, I was in Mexico City already. So thankfully, I knew the airport and how to get out and get an Uber. My Uber came fast. Angela was waiting for me outside and I knocked out for about another three or four hours. And I woke up and she's like, damn, like you're already like awake. And I'm like, yeah, let's hit the town. Let's go get breakfast. I haven't eaten. So we had an amazing breakfast with cafe de olla, un jugo naranja, chilaquiles. Oh, I was like, I'm in heaven. Went to the Zocalo. We had drinks at our rooftop hotel. Everything was so beautiful. And that day... Angela surprised me with Chivas versus America soccer game tickets in El Estadio Azteca. A dream come true. Like, I grew up watching soccer with my dad. It's how we bonded. Like, we didn't watch many sports, but soccer was one thing that we watched. And I would always say, like, man, I can't wait to go to one of those games. And she made that dream come true. Her cousins were over there, too. So it was four of us that went to the game. During the day, we were like, oh, we should go get jerseys. So we were like, yeah, let's go get some Chivas jerseys because we're Chivas fans. We are both from Jalisco, Guadalajara's nearby. So we're like, why not? But as we were walking around Mexico City, I like was thinking, isn't America from Mexico City? And she's like, yeah, I think so. So I started seeing more America jerseys and I was like, oh my gosh, like, no. I was like, maybe we should just like keep a neutral and like get a Mexico jersey because I don't want to get jumped. Like, I don't know how the, I mean, I've been to soccer game here for Chivas USA and that thing was intense. So I could only imagine in Mexico how it was. So we ran out of time and we didn't end up getting jerseys because we're like, nah, screw that. Like, I don't want to get in like a fight with somebody when truly like I'm not following soccer like game by game. I'm just a fan I grew up watching soccer. <laughs> so anyways, so we get ready for the game. We ended up not getting jerseys because we ran out of time. And we were all in black. Like, her cousins were in black. We were in black. And, like, just jeans. And very low-key. But we definitely stood out like a sore thumb. Our Uber couldn't get to the stadium. So he's like, oh, los dejo aquí. And we're like, yeah, that's fine. We'll walk. So we start walking to our streets. We definitely stood out. Because we did not blend in. Everybody was in America jersey and they were just staring at us and dogging us. And you guys, <laughs> I was like, oh my god, like what did we get ourselves into? And we were just trying to make it to the stadium. There's so many entrances, there's no direction. One thing I learned about Mexico is like they don't know how to make lines. Like, I, very unorganized, very unorganized in the stadium. Like, it was insane. Like, we couldn't even find the way to get in. So finally, like, we asked some officers, like, hey, like, where can we get in for these seats? So he directs us where to go. So we get there, and then there's this big old sign que dice que no pueden traer belts and, like, makeup and umbrellas and all this stuff, right? Belts. So you can only imagine how crazy it gets. Like, people probably smack each other with the belts. So we had to check in our umbrellas because it's, like, raining around that time, and portable chargers and whatever makeup I had in my bag like I didn't take much I just took like my wallet my ticket and like my umbrella so her cousins took off their belts like we start trying to make line there's no direction like people are just pushing and shoving and I was like oh my god like my anxiety can't 
Like, I like order. I like lines. I like... <laughs> it was so chaotic. Like, honestly, because Angela had her two guy cousins there. And if it wasn't for them being there, I think me and her would have just bounced. Like, we got there, I guess, too late. We tried to get there with time, but with traffic, and we were, like, deep in the city, so... It was chaotic. Um, people were pushing and shoving. I kept on, like, yelling at people. And, like, these grown men, like, they're, like, triple my size and, like, just shoving me. And I, I'm I'm a pretty big girl, but these men are, like, three, four times my size. And I was like, oh, yeah, like, pardon. Like, what are you guys doing? And Angela kept on yelling. And, like, it, it was just, like, honestly, like, I thought we were going to get trampled. It was so scary. People were just shoving. Like, I mean, I get soccer is very passionate, but I don't want to die over a game. Like, I know it sounds extreme, but it was really, really bad. Like, I just kept looking at her and I was like, I can't do this anymore. And she's like, no, no, like, like we got this. And her cousins are like, you guys are fine. Like, we're going to get through this. And finally, we got to this, finally, some sort of a line. And the people that were on that side were actually pretty, like, polite. Because there was kids there. Kids were getting, like, pushed around. The parents are like, hey, I have my kid right here. And it, it was just insane. Like, I can't imagine if we were alone, we would have been done. Like, for sure. We would have gotten trampled. We would have quit. We would have run out. It was to the point where you couldn't breathe. And we finally got in the stadium. And we could finally breathe. They, like, searched us. I swear, it was like a cavity search. I don't know what's gone down in Estadio Azteca, pero better safe than sorry. They should have more safety outside in the lines. That's one thing that if you ever go to a game there, please go with time. Because I don't know if it was like that the whole day or it was because we were almost cutting it to where kickoff started. We got to the game and total different atmosphere inside. Like everybody was chanting. And let me tell you. There was, like, one Chivas fan around us, and everybody else was a America fan, so guess who we started cheering on? I know, we're frauds, but it was so much fun. Like, people are chanting, and they have their little songs. We start, we even learned the songs and, like, got some beers, and it was worth the near-death experience, and I'll never forget that. We did decide to leave, like, a little bit before the game because we didn't want to be stuck in that chaos again, and I'm glad we did. So we were supposed to go, like, out after, but... By the time we got back to where we were staying at, like, they're like, wait, way too late. We just got tacos y a dormir. And the next day, what do we do? Oh, my God. We did the bike ride. So the next day, we went to the bike ride around the city. So on Sundays, they closed, like, one of the main streets in, in Mexico City. And you could rent a bike for free. All you have to do is take your ID and sign a paper. And they'll take a picture of you so you won't steal the bike. And it was nine miles. I hadn't ridden a bike in months. A year, maybe two years since the pandemic started. Because during the pandemic when it started, like, I would ride my bike a lot. But then I moved and there's no sidewalks where I live. But, um, yeah, it was it was amazing. If you go to Mexico City, you must do that bike ride. Then at night, um, Angela got us tickets to this thing called Sunday Sunday. So it's like this low-key rave that it kind of feels like a speakeasy. You don't know where you're going. Like, they dropped us off at this location. They're like, yeah, it's right there. And it was like... It felt like you were in downtown Lake Callejones. Like, there was just um, stores after stores. And we're like, there's no club here. Like, finally, someone was like, oiga, es pa' acá. And then we go. Bien obedientes, we went. And they took us on this, like, piñata store. And then they took an elevator up to the sixth floor. And we get to Sunday, Sunday. And at first, we're like, this is it. Because we didn't realize there was another floor to this. Yeah. <laughs> 
And we finally found the floor where, like, the party was at, the DJs were at. We got, like, según bottle service or that because it was, it was crazy. Like, they had this thing where you had to load a card, like, if you're at freaking Dave & Buster's, load a card to, like, buy your alcohol. So we opted for buying a bottle of tequila with mixers and we were just having a grand old time. Like, I don't even like house music that much, but the vibe was immaculate and I was having such a great time and she had more of her cousins join us and it, it was just a blast. Like, I haven't partied like that in ages. Like, me, I'm the type of girl that's like 10 o'clock and I'm like, let's go home. I'm tired. But no, I was raging till one in the morning and it, we probably would have kept going. If I wouldn't have been the mom and told everybody, like, hey, let's go, I'm hungry. <laughs> we ended up going to get tacos after. And it was just, like, like a night that... It was so much fun. We had a blast. The next day, um, we woke up a little hungover. I wasn't so bad, surprisingly. But I'm the type of person that drinks water in between. And I will make sure that everybody else is drinking water. Stay hydrated, my friends. Um, because, you know, the hangovers hit different when you hit your 30s. Like, you can die. <laughs> Literally. But um, the next day, I had a nail appointment where Angela gets her nails done. I went to get my nails done. And you don't realize how your Spanish is so different from people that are fluent Spanish speakers. Like, I was having such trouble talking to the girl. But little by little, I was practicing. But you could tell, like, I'm not from there. Like, bien mocha, según yo. But I, I tried, I tried. But as I'm getting to know this nail tech, she's, like, super sweet. And I really like her personality. And she was just asking me, like, what I liked about the city and where I want to travel. And I was asking her the same things. And then she goes, like, oh, ahora no te vas a asustar porque tenemos un simulacro. And I was, like, what's that? <laughs> so she's, like, it's it's, you know, los, cuando hubo temblores, like, uh, we do a simulacro and the anniversary of the biggest earthquake in Mexico City. So, at 1219, they have this alarm that goes off. And it's just a practice, so people know what to do in case of an earthquake. So, I told her, like, oh, muchas gracias por avisarme. And she's like, in 2017, it was so crazy because there was an earthquake right after we had the simulacro. After everybody went back to their buildings and their homes and everything... She's like, a real earthquake happened. And it was insane. Like, just the timing and everything. She's like, pero eso no va a pasar hoy. No te preocupes, mija. So I get back to where Angela's at with her cousins. And they're having churros. So I meet them there. And they're like, we'll just chill here till the alarms go off. And then we'll head back to the place. We were just down the street. So we were just chilling. And we're like, okay, this is it. Like, I thought it was more intense. Everybody's standing outside. The alarm is going off. And then it, after like a minute, it stops. And when we head back to her place, her cousins were leaving to home. So we walk them downstairs and I was hungry, but she's like, oh, I need to do a couple of things. Like, are you cool? Like waiting to eat? And I'm like, yeah, that's fine. So we walk her cousins downstairs, like we say bye to them. And then we go back upstairs and I'm like, oh, I'm going to go use the restroom before we go out to eat. And she's like, okay. She's like, let me put on some shoes. So I go to the restroom and I'm sitting down and I'm like, oh my God, like, like, I feel nauseous. Like, I feel sick. Like, why is the floor moving? And then I, I like kind of, I'm like, what's that feeling? Like, it just feels weird. And like, I kind of like right away, like get up and like start putting my pants on and I start walking out of the restroom. And then I was like, she's like, what is that? And I'm like, oh my god, is that an earthquake? And she's like, oh my god, it's an earthquake. So we didn't even know what to do. Like, we just started running. Like, I grabbed my bag and I grabbed my phone. And then she, like, puts on her shoes and we're, like, running down the stairs. And I'm like, oh my god, this is not happening. Like, the lady, the nail lady said it's not happening. 
So we go outside, you guys. It felt like, uh, to, like just talking about it right now makes me seasick. It, it was just moving side to side. It was something that I never felt. I mean, I live in California. We have earthquakes all the time. Pero nunca como un earthquake he sentido. Like, se sentía, I felt so sick after. Like, I couldn't really feel good after. I was so, like, panicked. And I was thinking of all the chaos and people, you know, when you take tours in Mexico, they talk about like the big earthquake that happened. And I forgot what year is like 18 something or I can't remember. Don't quote me and don't get mad at me if I said the wrong year. <laughs> but I was just like, I cannot believe this. Like, oh my gosh, my mom's going to be freaking out. So I just text my mom, earthquake happened. I'm okay. Because I knew the moment that she found out, homegirl was going to freak out. And then I text my sister. My brother right away texts me. He's like, are you okay? And, like, all these people started texting me, like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. And they're like, oh, there's going to be aftershocks. And I was just like, whatever. Like, ¿qué puedo hacer? It's not like I could take an airplane back home. Like, earthquakes happen. Like, I'm already here. Lo que pasa, pasa. Ojalá que no pase nada. Pero un miedo que nos dio. Like, I was just freaked the fuck out. I'm not going to lie. Like, I was like, wow, like, this did not really happen. Like, and like the coincidence, the coincidence that it happened on the anniversary. Like, that was insane. It's something indescribable. People kept talking about it. It was just crazy. So, anyways, like, yeah, because it was possible. So, like, we honestly felt like doing nothing. Like, we were just, like, emotionally drained, crudas, and we just took it easy. And... I don't even remember what we did, like, the following day, to be honest. <laughs> Let me check my pictures. Hold on. Oh, yeah. So, the following day, we went to Grutas, which is in Hidalgo, Mexico. And it's, like, these hot springs. And they're beautiful. And if you haven't checked them out, and if you go there, if you have a free day, just go. It's a whole day trip. Um, We got Airbnb, Airbnb experience. And the guys were totally nice. And they took us everywhere. I wouldn't recommend driving on your own because the roads are a little crazy. And you really need to know how to get around there. But it was amazing. It was beautiful. It was so relaxing. And your girl can swim, as I've said before. So we stayed in like level one. There's like a waterfall. There's a cave that you can go to. But because of me, we didn't go. And Angela had already been. So she was cool with just hanging out. So peaceful. Long, long day. We went from eight, I think from six in the morning. And we got home till like 8 p.m. And there was traffic. Because apparently in Mexico City, there's a lot of protests going on. So a lot of roads were blocked when we came back. And it was just insane. But it was such a beautiful, relaxing day after having such a freaking anxious day with the earthquakes. And we just deserved it. So we got back home. We showered. And then we went to get churros, you know, para, para el corazoncito. <laughs> and then we were like, let's go to bed. Like, I'm freaking tired. And she's like, yeah, I'm tired too. Like, let's just call it a night. So I go to bed and I'm like really deep in my sleep. And at this time I'm having a little bit of nightmares. No sé por qué. But I wake up and I'm like, oh my gosh, another earthquake. And then I, I get up and I don't know what to do because the previous night I had put my like shoes next to my bed and like, you know, my wallet just in case it happened again because aftershocks. Pero se me olvidó. That night, venía bien cansada las grutas and I didn't, my shoes were on another side I woke up in a panic, like, I didn't know what to do. I'm like, do we go downstairs? We're on the second floor. And I go into Angela's room and I'm like, she's like, we're okay. Uh, yeah, it's an earthquake. But she's like half asleep and I'm half asleep. Like, I'm so tired. Like, I barely opened my eyes. Like, even the earthquake didn't wake me up. But apparently, um, we didn't hear the alarms. And everybody, would, like, the next day we're asking, you didn't hear the alarms? And I'm like, no. 
So she's like, we're okay. And homegirl did not get up from the bed. And I was just staring at her. And I was like, well, what do I do? Like, I'm not going to go by myself downstairs. And I'm like, by the time I get downstairs, the earthquake's over. And then I'm like, just sat at the edge of the bed, like thinking about my life choices. (laughs) Honestly, it's such a like looking back. I'm like, oh my God, I wish I could have filmed that. Because like, I don't know how people get those like, oh my God, earthquake. The last thing on my mind was to record the freaking earthquake. I just wanted to live. That's it. So I'm over here like, oh God, now my mom's really going to be freaking out. Like, I know she's not going to be sleeping and like, what if it happens again? Y con miedo, con miedo, pero me quedo dormido otra vez. And I was just like, well, ya que, ya, I mean, what am I going to do? I can't do anything. It's mother nature. I can't control it. There's nothing that I can do to make this earthquake go away. If another one happens, like I can't like just accept the fact and pray that nothing bad happens. So I went to bed, woke up the next morning and we went to... The Castillo Chapultepec. We also went to the Esquina de Chilaquiles. Oh my god. I had been wanting to go there since my last trip. So, it's Esquina de Chilaquiles. Venden unas tortas. And they have milanesa and chilaquiles. And you can ask for red, green. They have different kinds. But I got the chilaquiles verdes con milanesa. And you guys, it was the most amazing food I have ever had. Like, I... Angela and I were running out of pesos, so she's like, I only have this for one, and I'm like, oh, we'll split it, and she's like, I'm not too hungry, but we can split it, so as I'm eating it, she's like, you look like you're really enjoying it, like, just eat it all, so I I was like, no, no, I can't finish it, no, let me tell you guys, I finished that thing in two seconds, it was so good, so if you go there, I recommend it, then we went to the Castillo, which I had already been there, but I didn't see the second half, and it's so beautiful, and it was even better, because we were by ourselves, so we went when it opened, it was just a great day, we did so much, and the rest of the trip, we kind of chilled, we did a couple things, on our last day, we were like, all right, like, let's go buy some tequila bottles, because I wanted to bring one back, and she was gonna check a bag in, so I was like, okay, cool, since she came home with me. So we got the tequila bottles. We were all packed, ready. And we're like, you know what? We should go get some food. Because by the time we get to to San Diego, like, it's going to be late and whatever. It's like, yeah. And then we'll leave, like, three hours before our flight. Which, you know, us Mexicans, we like to be there four or five hours before. But I was like, last time I left really early, I was waiting there forever. She's like, yeah. And then we shouldn't, like, I told her, perfect timing, three hours before, we'll be fine. Well, we went to eat, we had such a peaceful morning, and then we we get our stuff, we pack the tequila bottles, and we're like, all right, let's head out. So we go downstairs, she orders an Uber, and she's like, it's on its way. Five minutes pass, ten minutes pass, and we're like, boy, like, that Uber said they were gonna be here, like, in three or four minutes, like, what's going on? And time is passing, and I'm like, oh, shit, like, what's going on? Like, should we cancel? Should I order another one? She's like, no, no, they're almost here, they're almost here, they're just at a stall, I don't, I don't get it. So the guy gets here and he's like, hey, what time is your flight? And we're like, oh, it's at 3.50 something. And then he's like, oh, okay. He's like, good, because there's a lot of roads that are closed right now because they're protesting. And I understood, like, there's one road closed. And I'm like, oh, okay, thank God we left early with time. So we start driving. And sure enough, he's like, oh, this is where the closure's at and blah, blah, blah. And I couldn't really understand what he was talking about. Like, they called it a certain thing, not a protest. I forgot what they call it. But he's like, we'll be fine. But as we're driving, the time on the Waze app just keeps going up for the airport. And I was like, okay, like now we're like cutting it short. And it just kept going up and up. And it was like, it, I think the boarding time was at 3.55. And 
it kept saying like 3.30. Like it was insane because the airport is not that far from when we were at. And he's like, oh, he's like every, he started driving, right? And we're like, oh, okay, we freed it. And he's like, don't get so excited. Like there could be other roads that are closed. And me and Angela were just looking at each other and Angela was getting really anxious and I was getting anxious too, but I know that she gets more anxious than me. So I'm like trying to calm down. I'm like, we're going to be fine. It's okay. It's out of our control. Like we can't do anything. Never in a million years have I been this freaking nervous going to an airport. Like I'm usually there with time. Like I have time to get a snack. I have time to chill. No. Time was kept going up. Every road was closed. So then he's like going this way and then he's like, oh, it's open here. And then he turned around and he's like, oh my God, it's closed. And then we go this way and they're like, oh my God, it's closed. Like literally we were the last car to make it before another protest was. So these people protest throughout the city. And let me tell you, they make a statement because they're blocking every road where the, it's chaotic. If you haven't been to Mexico City, it's literally like downtown LA times 10. So much traffic. And I kept on getting, like, really anxious. And I was like, well, the worst thing that could happen is, like, we we start walking. Like, we start walking. And I was like, <laughs> I started looking at the map. And I was like, we're never going to make it if we walk. So it was so stressful. Like, I was, like, sweating. And I was, like, feeling nauseous. And I was just like, oh, my God. Like, we cannot miss our flight. Like, what what's going to happen? I'm like, I don't want to pay extra. And I, I I don't know. I was like, there's not going to be a room for us. And I just kept thinking negative because, you know, I'm a realistic girl that thinks negative a lot. <laughs> so finally, like, he's like, oh, ya la libramos. Like, after, like, a whole hour of turning and blocks and this and that, we saw the protesters and I just wanted to get off and be like, can you guys chill? Because I need to go to the airport. <laughs> but... We finally get there and he's like, oh, you're Terminal 1. And I was like, no, we're Terminal 2. And, and I, I thought to myself, like, just drop us off Terminal 1. He's like, I was like, no, 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 let's go to Terminal 2. Thank God I said, like, don't drop us off in Terminal 1 because Terminal 2 was, like, miles away. It wasn't, like, the airports here where it's, like, Terminal 1 and then Terminal 2. At least the local airports that I have around are, like, right next to each other. Like, no, this was on one side and the other, the other was on the other side. Since we were going to Tijuana, it was a domestic flight. So we get to the airport and we're like, thank you so much. Like I, Angela's, I was like, we're going to tip you really well because any other person would have quit already. He's like, oh, I hope you guys catch your flight. Like, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, me too. Cause we still have to go through security and blah, blah, blah. So we're running like como en las películas, corriendo agitadas with a mask on, like with, with our tiliches, like we had our bread and our, like her, she had to check in her luggage. So we get to the kiosk and we start typing in like our confirmation number because the freaking app wasn't working. So Aero Mexico, shame on you because I love flying Aero Mexico, but we didn't have such a good experience. Well, at least I didn't. Angela was like, whatever. No, we both didn't have a good experience. Um, we get to the kiosk and the guy's like, what time does your flight leave? I'm like, in 10 minutes or it starts boarding in 10 minutes. He's like, you're late you're late. Like you can't come anymore. And I'm like, no way. Like I'm not late. Like I'm going to make it. So I go to, he's like, you're gonna have to go to the Kia to the, like talk to one of the attendants or whatever. So we go over there and Angela's like, oh, I need to check in my bag. And we had the tequila bottles in there and it's a big suitcase. And she's like, it's too late. Like she's like telling her a bunch of stuff and I can't hear because I'm like talking to the other lady. The other lady just printing my boarding pass didn't tell me anything. But this lady was being a total 
jerk to Angela. And then, so I stepped in and I was like, ¿Qué le estás diciendo? And then she's like, oh, que sin compromiso. And I'm like, I'm like, can you just give us our boarding pass? And I'm like, and she's like, oh, well, this, this, uh, you're going to have to take the luggage with you. I'm like, it doesn't fit. She's like, they're going to have to put it in there. But then, like, I didn't think about the fact that we had the bottles in there and we still have to go through security. So one of the guys is like, your luggage is not going to fit. And we're like, we know they told us to take it with us. He's like, okay, whatever. So we get to like where they check the passports and then like we're like anxious because our flight is boarding in five minutes and we're still making line to go through security. So I ask one of the security guards, like, oye, señor, like, nuestro vuelo ya se va a ir y venemos tarde, había protestas en la ciudad or whatever. I was like, nos puede dejar entrar, like, enfrente de toda esta gente? And he, like, looked at all the people and all the people were, like, dogging us, but he's like, pásale, pásale. So I tried to explain to the security or whatever it is, like, their TSA over there. I was like, oiga, like, no nos dejaron llevar esta maleta, pero tenemos dos botellas de tequila aquí. And then they're like, so you're going to leave the bottles. And I'm like, please, like, it's going under, like, the, the the airplane. Like, just let it through. And they're like, we can't. Like, we we can't do it. And I was like, por favor, no sea así. Like, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, no, no puedo hacer nada. ¿Por qué no le dijeron a la gente de allá? Que, you know, to, to take the luggage on a second flight or something. Like, we would wait for it in San Diego. And they're like, they didn't give us the option and we didn't want to miss our flight. And they're like, you're going to have to get rid of them. So Angela and I are like sweating and like cussing and like pissed off, right? Because like we were really looking forward to the tequila bottles. I know it's not a big deal, but it was a big deal at the moment. But we were like, you know what? I don't care about the tequila bottles. Like, I just don't want to miss that flight. Like, I don't want to be stuck here. Like, I'm done with today. Like, I just want to go. So thankfully, um, we get to the gate and we're like, all right, we made it. And the guy that was checking people in is like, you have to get in line. And I'm like, well, my zone already passed. So he's like, no, you have to get in line over there. So he was already rude, like just being a punk, right? And I was like, what did we do to deserve this? We had such a nice trip and <laughs> it's ending like this. And we were just like, at that point, we were just cracking up because we we're like, I cannot believe, like, I cannot wait to get to our car and just go get some in and out. Like that was our goal, right? So we get on the airplane, we board it. I get to my seat, and we paid a little more for closer seats to first class. We didn't get first class, but we got, like, the next row. <laughs> and, you know, common courtesy... People don't have common courtesy. One thing that every time I travel, I get upset. Like, those people that get up before it's their turn, and, like, they cause traffic, and, like, they want to get there before you, and they're, like, in the last row all the way to the back, and they try to cut everybody. Like, I don't get that. You're not going to get out any faster. And especially, you're not going to get through me. That's one thing I'll tell you. So anyways, I get to my seat and this, like, older man and older lady are sitting. They're not that old. They're probably, like, in their 50s. And el señor se levanta luego, luego, and, like, I'm like, oh, mi asiento está aquí en la ventanilla. And then the lady just sits there. And I was like, lady, like, I have freaking pan, pan from the panaderia in my hand. I have my big-ass backpack behind me. Like, you're gonna get hit. <laughs> so she just, like, kind of, like, scoots back, like, her her seat and doesn't freaking get up. So, like, I'm sorry, but you're gonna get smacked with my backpack. And you guys might think she's a rude biatch, but I had a long day. And I was just, like, the least courtesy you can do is just scoot, like, just get up. But she didn't want to get up. So I'm like, it's not my fault if you get hit right now because I can't take off my backpack where I'm at right now. And anyway, she got hit. She's like, hi. And I was like, ay, disculpa. And then I sat down. 
And I was like, oh, I took off my jacket and I just sat there. I was like, oh, we finally made it. And then Angela texts me like, we made it with a crying face. It's like, barely. I was like, I'm about to fight this old lady next to me. I was just such in a bad mood. And I hate when I get like that because ni yo solo me soporto. But I was so thirsty. So I waited for the airplane to take off. And I'm like, I'm sure they're going to get us drinks sooner or later. But I couldn't wait, so I pressed the button, and the, I told the lady, Oiga, no me puede dar una botella de agua, un vaso de agua, le tengo mucha sed. Ahorita, muchacha. And then she never came. And then it was time for them to give drinks to everybody, so I asked for two waters. I downed them, like, right there and then. <laughs> and I asked for another one, the lady ignored me. Whatever. I'm like, ya que... Pero luego me pegó una sed otra vez, like, bad. And I saw her bring water to somebody in front of me, like a water bottle. So she had two in her hand, and she gave one to the lady. I think she knew them. Maybe they're family or something. So I clicked right away, like, where you could call them. And I was like, oh, me regalo una botella de agua. And she just looked at me. She's like, ahorita. Same lady, okay? And I'm like, she has one in her hand. Well, I'm like, maybe she's taking it to somebody else, whatever. And I'm looking around. She won't come back and she won't come back. And do I'm like, at this point, I'm like, I need water. Like, it was insane the amount of thirst that I had. <laughs> so I press it again. And thankfully, some other girl came. I was like, me regalo un vaso de agua o algo. And she, right away, she brought me a water bottle. And I was like, that other lady just didn't like me. And I'm like, what vibes am I giving off that everybody wants to be a jerk to me today? And, we, and then there's like this kid that's crying and... Ugh, I feel for parents. Like, I know one day I'm going to have a kid and God forbid that they cry on an airplane the whole time. Like, the kid kept kicking my seat and I was just like, why? I just want to get home. So we finally get to Tijuana and are we back a smooth, the immigration line short, like the immigration guys are really nice and they're like, just made it so smooth and we get out and we're like yes we're in san diego we made it we're here it's okay we didn't get tequila let's get to my car i get to my car click the alarm doesn't open click it again doesn't open i was like no fucking way like my car battery is dead and i open it like with the key yep sure enough there was a light that was on which is so crazy because it was a light in the back of my car which I rarely have passengers in my car, so I don't know who would have turned it on. I didn't turn it on when I got there. I could, I'm like 99.9% positive that I never turned that switch on. And my battery is dead. And we just start cracking up. We're like, no freaking way. Like, it had to end like this. Thankfully, still daylight and I have AAA. And like a call and I'm like... They got there so fast and the guy was like so nice. Like this happens all the time here. And I'm like, does someone break into my car and turn on the lights so we can call AAA? <laughs> and my battery was dead. I mean, seven days is going to be dead. So then I had to drop another freaking $200 for that battery being dead. But we were just like, <laughs> like what kind of day are we having? And, you know, there's other worse things that could happen. I kept telling Angela, I'm a huge believer and like everything happens for a reason. So... What we went through today, it, it might have been for a reason. Like, maybe something was going to happen to us if we left on time for the airport and just whatever. Like, we were just like, she's like, it's okay. We're home. Like, let's just go get in and out. We had to stop to do an errand for Angela's dad. And then we went to in and out. And we're just happy to sit down and be at in and out because that's all we had going 
that Friday. I'm Yeah, it was Friday, right? <laughs> I don't even know. I lost track of my days. And we were just sitting there and then we were like cracking up because of everything that happened. Because everything happened so fast that we were just like laughing at how we were reacting and how people were rude to us. And we were just like, I just want my cheeseburger. So when they call our number for our order, Angela runs up. She's like, I got it. And this guy, these guys are sitting next to us. They're cracking up, right? And they're like, you guys must be really hungry. And I'm like, it's been a long day. We just got back from the airport and we've had a chaotic day. And they started laughing. He's like, I was like, damn, girl, you hungry. I was like, yeah, we are. And then he just kept talking. And I was like, dude, I'll shut up. But he was just like, you guys want me to leave you alone? I was like, please. I was like, I'm sorry. I'm like, we had a long day. We just want to eat this cheeseburger and get home. He's like, all right, well, hope you guys have a good day. He was really nice, a good sport, but he wanted to talk. And I was just like, we don't want to talk to anybody. We just want to cry and eat our cheeseburgers. But that was a freaking adventure. I forgot to, we got home and we were safe and my mom was so happy to see me. She she was like, I like, blah, blah, blah. I forgot to mention that we did see Flor Corico at Bellas, Palacio Bellas Artes. It was so beautiful. Like, our culture is amazing. And if you have a chance to go to Mexico City, I definitely recommend it. Just don't go in September and go with like five hours ahead of time for your flight because you don't want to go through what we went through. Yesterday, I woke up early because I had an eyebrow appointment and I had to do a couple errands. So my mom and I ended up going to breakfast and I was still kind of zombied out because I was still tired and the time difference was kicking my butt. So I just put on like a workout set and I put my hair in a bun and I'm like, I don't care. I'm not wearing makeup, which is something that I usually don't like to do. Siempre me arreglo. I've told you guys before. It just makes me feel better. But yesterday I was like, ni modo. Like I don't have energy. Like I just, I want to get breakfast with my mom and do my errands and that's it. So I was like, Telling my mom, I hope I don't run into anyone I know. She's like, you look fine. You know, moms, they always try to make you feel better. <laughs> so we're sitting outside of the breakfast spot and like, there's a lot of people. So we had like an hour wait. So we're just waiting. And this group of people passes by and then this guy runs back and he's like, hey, by any chance, is your name Melina? And I'm like, yeah. And then he's like, oh, I'm one of your Instagram followers. <laughs> and I was like, oh, hi and I was like oh my god the first thing I say instead of like nice to meet you or anything like introduces himself to me and I'm like I have no makeup on and I was just like so embarrassed and my mom just looked at me like where does she know this guy from and I I was like of all the days that I dress up and I go out looking nice or whatever I meet someone so I'm sorry to that person that I met you were so sweet but I was just like why did you have to run into me at this time and later he messaged me and he's like i'm sorry if i startled you i was like you didn't startle me it was just funny because i had thought i hope i don't run into anybody so he made me feel like a celebrity because the people around me were staring at me like uh, instagram what does she do you know <laughs> but i promise next time i run into somebody i won't be as confused i was just so like where do i know this person from like he looks familiar but i don't know but anyways it's been a week I'm so glad to be back. Tomorrow I go back to work. I don't want to go back to work. I lived like a princess in Mexico. All I would do is get Uber rides everywhere. Didn't have to drive, eat really good food for a fraction of the price of here. It's just, 
<sighs> it's been a week and I'm glad that I did this episode. I can't believe it's 40, almost 45 minutes long, but you guys said you were interested in a life update or a trip update, whatever. I, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for this podcast and for you guys. Um, this is my last episode of season one. Oh my gosh. Funny how this episode's gonna be 45 minutes long and this is the 45th episode and it is the last episode of season one. I look forward to creating more podcasts. I'm excited for season two and don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Unbreakable Latina. Go purchase your shirts. There's only a limited few left. I will be creating another shirt soon. You guys mean so much to me. I appreciate you. I hope you enjoyed this random episode and I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye! Thank you.